put it in your calendar. The retirement party for Jim Thompson, hosted by Thompson Master Mason, Thursday, November 10th, 4 to 7 p.m. at the Elks Lodge, 45 West Brundage Street in downtown Sheridan. How about a change in color and look for your home? Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. Our paint shop has so much to offer when it comes to painting. We have the latest in computer color matching with color choices or choose from over 2,000 colors in our color center. We are continuing our paint silk, so come on down and take advantage of the quality True Value and PPG paints. Great paint, great store. The Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Since 1892, open seven days a week. When it comes to your Wyoming outdoor bragging rights, everybody's got a different take. CNB Operations, Buckaroo Blades, and Sheridan Media are giving you the chance to show the world what you want to brag about in the Bragging Rights Photo Contest on Sheridan Media's contest page. You could win a $300 bone handle, hunting knife, and sheath and be part of supporting Wyoming outdoors because CNB Operations, your local John Deere dealer on Heartland Drive, will be donating $1,000 to the Wyoming Outdoors Federation to help make sure we keep our Wyoming outdoors what it's always been. Hey, and this is cool too. Just by stopping in to CNB and dropping an entry into the box in the new Ranch and Home and Hardware Supply Store, you could win an amazing prize package, including a new chainsaw. So go to the SheridanMedia.com contest page, click on Bragging Rights, and upload your photo of anything hunting, fishing, camping, or hiking in Wyoming's great outdoors. And you could be the big winner of a $300 hunting knife from Buckaroo Blades. As we enter the fall months, have you made that plan to market your business? Are you stuck, confused on what to do? Hi, this is Bob Grammons, General Manager at Sheridan Media. Let us help you put a plan in place as we gear up for the holiday season. Sheridan Media can market your business on up to nine different radio stations. We can place your print ad in front of nearly 18,000 households in Sheridan and Johnson County with the Country Bounty. Or market your business worldwide through a variety of digital products that we offer. We can also place your ad on our two websites. Let our creative and experienced marketing team put a well-thought-out and professional, comprehensive marketing plan together to connect with your customers on multiple media platforms. No high pressure. Let's tell your story, whether locally or across the country. Call Sheridan Media today at 672-7421 or email sales at SheridanMedia.com and let us go to work for you. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whiting. And good morning, Aaron Palmer filling in for Floyd Whiting this week on uh, Public Pulse. And we've got a two-part show today. We have uh, the Wyoming Highway Patrol in part one, and uh, in part two, we have uh, the Whitney Benefits. We'll be discussing that later on. But first off, we have Lieutenant Eric Jorgensen with the Wyoming Highway Patrol, who was scheduled to come in this morning. But we have conditions on the roads out there that are just horrid. Good morning, Lieutenant Jorgensen. How you doing, Aaron? Good. How are you? I understand you're pretty busy this morning. It is. We just actually got two more crashes dispatched out just before we came on here. So wow. um, the roads are very, very, very slick right now. Um, very deceiving, too, because it's tough to see it, um, especially on these new stretches of paved asphalt that we got done over the summer. That, that black absorbs that 
seen really well, and I've seen vehicles sliding all over the place out here right now. So please slow down. Um, the roads are a lot worse than they may appear to be. I drove up from Buffalo this morning, and I was having trouble keeping my windshield clear because it was sleet out there. It was just, and it was sticking to the windshield. So, not surprising that it got worse. Um, this has just gotten pretty bad, like in the last hour or so, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, for real. I was um, out at six o'clock this morning, and it wasn't bad at all. And uh, just, I would say probably yeah, the last hour, maybe even a little less than that. Honestly, um, the temperature dropped a little bit. Um, it's down to about 19 degrees out here, according to my car. And that drop in temperature with the moisture, it just froze the road up, and it is very, very slick. Have you heard anything on uh, weather reports as to whether this is supposed to clear up or maybe get a little warmer, or do you know? So that was, I checked the weather this morning before I came to work, and it was supposed to get up to 32 degrees and partly cloudy. So this is a surprise to me. I didn't yeah. see there any forecast of moisture at all. Um when I got up this morning before I came to work. So this is this is a surprise, so I have no idea what's going to happen between now and the rest of the day. Okay, so recommendation would be if people don't have to go anywhere, probably wait if you can, but if you've got to go somewhere, take it slow and be very careful, correct? <clears throat> correct. Very, very true. We got to, um, if you don't have to get anywhere, don't. Um, if you got to go, please take it slow. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, we got sanders out there now. Um, a plow truck actually just went by me dumping a bunch of sand on the road. So hopefully they can get some, some treatment down on the road and make it a little bit easier to, to run across. But for now, it's pretty slick. Okay, very good. Thank you for the uh, update on the conditions. And we're sorry that you're out there having to deal with this. But uh, thank God that you are. So... <laughs> All right, let's move on, and uh, we'll try to get through the points that we wanted to get through and let you get back to what you need to do. First off here, you wanted to talk about the Ranchester Bridge, so let's talk about that. Yeah, so, I mean, what a, what a perfect example of what we're dealing with right now. Um, that Ranchester Bridge project is going to be a project that is going to continue throughout the winter. So we're going to have work being done on that project all winter long. It will be that single lane with the stoplights throughout the winter um because of how that project is working and new concrete and all that um we have to kind of be careful on what different surface treatments we put on it um different chemicals can do stuff to that concrete so um there's going to be different surface treatments that are put on that um just to help protect the the integrity of the new concrete um and with that again it's just as i've stressed in many many times um, that bridge is going to be a slow choke point throughout the winter for people going to work or people coming home from work. So, again, give yourself plenty of time. Make sure that you have plenty of time to get to work, that it might take a little bit longer to get to work than it normally does. It might take a little bit longer to get home than it normally does. Just be patient as you're coming through that area. Um, we have contingencies in place so that if there is a bad crash that occurs on that bridge that now stops traffic from going across, um, that we're going to try and get out there and set up detours to get people around, to get that vehicle moved off of the bridge quickly so that we can try and get people back and forth across that bridge. Um, there also may be times throughout this winter that we have to shut the bridge down for snow removal. So because that bridge is over railroad tracks, 
Um, we try to keep sure. our plows from pushing snow onto the railroad tracks. So there may be times where we have to shut the bridge down so we can get some plows and maybe even a loader or something out there to get rid of the snow off of the bridge um, and get it cleared up. But we'll set up traffic control. We'll set up detours when those things happen so that we're not disrupting the flow of traffic any more than it already is. Okay. So just people be aware of that, that that's going to be going on throughout the winter. It's always, or all through the winter, it's going to be one lane. So just be prepared. And it's going to get worse with when we have conditions like today or when we have snow. So just be aware that it's going to take more time. Gotcha. Okay. And then um, also make sure that people slow down and make sure that the, they're making those workers out there safe as possible. Yeah, give some people, too, when you're, when you're running across the bridge. Um, sorry about that. One of my guys is headed to another crash. Wow. Um, okay. Hang on one second. No Aaron, sorry about this. But, no, go ahead. But, uh, 225, you want to just head to the 32 then, and we can follow up with that one later. It's like we're getting a behind-the-scenes look. No kidding. Yeah. It's bad there you go. There. So yeah, we, we've got a couple crashes that we're trying to get people organized, too. So sorry about that, you guys. No, anyway, it, it, no yeah. you need to do your job. No, people are going to be happy that you're when, out there doing it. So, um, But when you're going across that bridge, too, make sure you're giving people a little bit more distance to, to get across that. Increase your following distance a little bit, too. So that way if somebody starts to slide and you have to try and hit your brakes, you're giving yourself some recovery time so you don't cause – a, a pileup. You don't cause a whole bunch of different cars to crash. By giving people space, giving them opportunity to get across that bridge, um, it's just going to make it a little bit safer for everybody. Okay. Thank you. Um, one of the other things you wanted to talk about was kids that are just starting to learn how to drive. And, it, and it's it, with winter conditions, they are not experienced. So you wanted to kind of touch on that a little bit and just make people aware of that. So this one's near and dear to my heart because this one is my daughter right now. My oh. daughter is a new driver this year. Um, she's super excited about the freedom that she has to go drive around and do really cool stuff, but she has never driven on slick roads by herself ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I, I, thinking about her and then talking to some of her friends and then kind of getting to know some of the other kids that I have throughout the years over the community, throughout the community and talking to them and, um, yeah, this is, it's something that they're nervous about. They're definitely like, holy cow, this is going to be a little stressful. Um, so yeah, we've got, I'm just to think about that. We've got kids as we do every year that are coming into this winter season that have never operated a vehicle in winter conditions, icy roads, snowpack roads, difficult visibility, that kind of stuff. So, um, the school does a really good job of, if there is really bad weather conditions that they try and get kids out of school early so that they don't have to drive in the, in the horrible, horrible conditions. Um, but still just be aware of that, that there's those kids are out there. And if there's any kids that are listening, please, I hope that you paid attention when your parents were talking to you, when your driver's ed teacher was talking to you, when you're listening to us on the radio, um, just go slow, start to slow down early. Don't wait to slow down at that stop sign until the last minute. Um, don't wait to slow down behind that car till the last minute. Um, increase that following distance. Take your time. Don't get in a hurry. Um, and I'm sure that there's a lot of parents out there like me. 
I don't, I wasn't all excited to spend a whole bunch of money on a vehicle for my daughter. She got a safe car, but it wasn't a super expensive car. It was a pretty cheap car uh-huh. that doesn't have analog brakes. It doesn't have all the fancy stuff that we get to drive in today. Um, just cause it's, it's her first car and I'm not going to spend a ton of money on it. So, um, yeah, they, they, they may not have the best equipment that some of us, um, driving out up and down the roads may have. So just be aware of that. Give those kids that uh, a little grace, I guess. Yeah, just a be understanding because, yeah, we all remember yep. when we first started driving. It was it was intimidating, especially on snow. So people just understand yep. those kids are learning. Give them a little bit of, you know, understanding and don't get upset or anything and help them out. You know, the first, it's funny that you brought that up because the, the only time I ever put a vehicle in a ditch is when I was 17. It was okay. my mom's land yacht, and I went to stop at a stoplight, and it was snowy and you know nasty out, and I ended up putting it right in the ditch. Now, it wasn't a deep ditch, so it just kind of stopped and got buried in the snow, and, and somebody stopped and actually helped me pull it, pull it out of there and get me going, but that's the only time because I had no experience on driving in winter conditions, so to speak, but it's easy to do. I mean, we can all do it, but kids especially yeah. when they have not done it before, so... Yeah, Understand. and they don't have an idea of how to regain control of the car quite yet. Oh, They're yeah. They're trying to learn that feel, right? Right. So things that we take for granted because we've been doing it for years and years, and it's all brand new to them. So, um, yeah, just be aware that they're out there and, and give, them, give them a little help and a little understanding and, and maybe even a little push if they need it. There you go. <laughs> or help, yeah, help them out of the ditch. <laughs> all right, yep, we're going to take exactly. a Pardon? I said exactly. There you go. Okay. We're going to take a quick break. We're speaking with Lieutenant Eric Jorgensen with Wyoming Highway Patrol, who is out on scene. And we'll talk about that when we come back because it is nasty out there and people need to be aware. But we'll be back right after this. Lieutenant Jorgensen with Wyoming Highway Patrol. Public Pulse. Hi, this is Jill Bates with the Best Real Estate Team. How can you not love sports and what it does for you as a person? As an athlete, coach, spectator, parent, family, friend, or official, it's the best. I played sports, I chased my boys in sports, and I still follow Colton as a coach, and I'm always cheering on athletes locally and around the state. As you're watching or listening to the very talented Sharon Brocks today, cheer loud, be a great fan, and enjoy the ride. And when it's time for you to buy or sell, work with the best team for all your real estate needs. Call 675-BEST or online at bestwy.net. Go Bronx! You know, the pioneers crossed the vast wilderness in covered wagons, yet today a lot of their offspring actually have to set alarms to remind them when to drink water. If you're needing water, all you have to do is call 307 Wildcat Well Service, a local company that specializes in locating water, drilling and pumps, even solar-powered water wells. So for water wells and all that goes with them, look for 307 Wildcat Well Service in the Country Bounty, and you too will have cool, clean water. 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 Remember when your mom would say, stop crying or I'll give you a reason to cry about. Well, if you didn't stop till she gave you a reason, then you need the calming that only comes from the health-given things you get at the Health Nut. An organic and healthy soup, salad, smoothie, and sandwich bar. Aisle after aisle of vitamins and supplements plus a healthful grocery store. So stop crying, no matter what the reason, and get healthy and happy at the Health Nut. Located in the 5th Street Mall in Sheridan. 
This SheridanMedia.com Road and Travel Update is brought to you courtesy of Sheridan's Napa Store on Coffeen Avenue. Think of Napa when you next need auto parts, tools, coolants, and oil. Most of Wyoming is in pretty good shape right now with the dry roads. However, in the Sheridan area, we are seeing some freezing rain and light snowfall, and uh, black ice advisories are in effect for most roads in the Sheridan area, including Interstate 90 between Sheridan and uh, going towards Buffalo. Expect black ice on I-90. We also have a black ice advisory in effect for U.S. 87. U.S. 14 between Dayton and Ranchester to Sheridan and also between Sheridan and Ucross is currently under a black ice advisory. Secondary roads around uh, Curdy and Banner, Story, uh, Beckton and other areas around Sheridan also currently under black ice advisories. We are also seeing some slick spots, uh, some uh, strong winds and fog on the mountain passes, including U.S. 14 going up towards uh, Burgess Junction and uh, 14A also slick in spots with strong winds. More road information available through the weather link at SheridanMedia.com. This is Ken here at Prime Rate Motors, where we understand everybody's situation is different. We recently had a customer that needed to keep his ranch truck, not traded in. What he needed was a car for town. After visiting with him, we discovered that what he did have was an extra stock trailer. We were able to take that trailer in as a trade-in and got him a nice economy car that was good on gas and easy to park downtown. Stop in. Let's work something out. Here at Prime Rate Motors, the Super Trailer Store, or PrimeRateMotors.com. This public service announcement sponsored by Pilch Engineering, serving Sheridan in Johnson Counties. Jeanette Mooney inviting you to Sounds of the Sisters, featuring local talent in a fundraising concert to help PEO women's educational projects. Our concert is scheduled for 4 p.m. Saturday, November 12th at the First Presbyterian Church here in Sheridan. A $15 minimum free will donation is suggested, so reserve your spots by calling Melissa Badley at 307-673-4425. News Talk 930 AM, 103.9 FM, KROE, Public Pulse, Aaron Palmer filling in for Floyd Whiting. And we've been talking to Lieutenant Eric Jorgensen with the highway, Wyoming Highway Patrol, and you are out on the highways, and it is a mess out there, correct? It is. We just got another call that just wow. came in of a car that went off the road. So, That's quite so a few. How many wrecks is that? sliding everywhere. Do we know? That would make... One, two, three, four, five, I think, since wow. in the last hour. Just right here in the Sheridan area. Just right here in the Sheridan area, yes, sir. Okay, give us the conditions again. What's going on out there? So, yeah, we've got a little bit of a like freezing rain, snow mix that's falling, um, and the road temperature is just dropping. So um, when I came to work this morning at about 6, it was in the low 20s low to mid-20s, the temperature has dropped to below 20 degrees. That road temperature is getting colder, and that's causing this freezing rain to ice up on the road as soon as it hits, and uh, it caused really slick conditions really fast. So what's your recommendation? Uh, People have to get where they're going, but um, maybe stay home if possible and obviously drive slow and be careful if they have to go. What, What else would you recommend? Yeah, I mean, if you if you don't have to go anywhere, then obviously let's let's hold off on that for a little bit. Um, especially if you can delay it for a couple hours, that just gives our plow trucks an opportunity to get out, get some treatment on the roads. Um, they've been by me a couple times now, and I can see the gravel on the road that's going to help help with that traction as well as help kind of thaw some of that ice buildup. So give give them an opportunity to put down some surface treatment before they have to. Uh, or uh, before you have to go anywhere, if you can delay that. Um, some simple stuff, 
as well is uh, um, if you've got a four-wheel drive vehicle that engages and disengages from two-wheel drive to four-wheel drive, let's let's utilize that that four-wheel drive, get a little bit more traction to those other tires, understanding that that's not going to help you stop, but that will definitely help maintain control of your vehicle as you're driving forward. Right, and that's what that's um, for. It's not just to go, you know, throwing sand all over the mountains. It's actually there for these kind of conditions. Correct, yep. So utilize that if you have it. Turn your cruise control off right away. Cruise control is completely unnecessary right now, and it's just going to cause problems. So Dangerous. If you don't need, you don't need cruise right now at all. Um, You don't need to be going a speed that cruise control would help you out with anyway. So um, let's just not run our cruise, go slow. That way, if your vehicle starts to slide, as soon as you let off the gas, you're cutting that power instead of having to hit the brakes because your cruise is on. Okay. So kick that cruise control off. Don't use it at all. If, like me, for an example, I have to get home today to Buffalo. So the interstate going south, how does that look at this point? Same same conditions? Same conditions. Yep, yep. We've got, in fact, one of our crashes is just before you get to the Mead Creek exit as you leave Sheridan. So about milepost 32 Mm-hmm. is where that crash is at right now. That was a rollover um, crash that I've got guys headed to right now. So oh, Hopefully the um, rollovers aren't good. Yeah, so but yeah, nothing near, to, nothing uh, near the Piney Creek exit. Now, that's usually the bad spot between Buffalo and Sheridan. Nothing right now. Oh, knock on wood. <laughs> okay, yeah, so exactly. if people have to go north to Billings or wherever, if they got to go, recommendations, take some water with you, take a candy bar or two, blah, 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 just in case you happen to go off the road and maybe throw a blanket or a sleeping bag in with you as well, correct? Exactly, yeah, right? We have that winter prep kit. Um, Floyd and I talked about it last month. Um, things to just have in your vehicle. Have that blanket, have some water, some non-perishable food a granola bar, candy bar, something like that. Um, if, if you end up stranded, um, just a way to let traffic know that you're there other than your hazards, if you've got those little triangles that you can set up, um, throw those suckers up too. Um, stay in your car, stay warm. Don't try to walk anywhere for help. Um, hopefully you got a full battery on your cell phone and uh, you can keep your cell phone charged. Um, a good thing to always throw in your car, too, is one of those backup battery chargers. So um, mm-hmm. to have one of those that if your vehicle can't charge something, you've got that backup battery that you can plug your phone into. Those are always good to have. Gotcha. Okay. Just be prepared. And th- these conditions will clear up, but right now they're pretty bad. So just be careful. Slow down. And uh, if you don't have to go anywhere, don't. Wait a couple hours, and it should be b- better conditions then. Correct. Okay, real quick, um, Lieutenant Jorgensen, Veterans Day this week. Um, you wanted to touch on that. Go ahead. we got a couple minutes here. Yeah, so um, always something that I like to reach out and just say thanks. Um, as a veteran myself, um, I like to take an opportunity to just tell all the veterans that are out there, thanks for what you do, thanks for what you did. Um, we do truly appreciate you. I think we live in a wonderful state that recognizes that. Um, and uh, um, so... And enjoy your day. Um, I have a fancy bottle of whiskey that I got years and years ago that I always have a little small glass of on Friday or on Veterans Day to just kind of raise a glass to those that, that fought and served alongside me and uh, um, prior to and since I've gotten out. So um, raise a glass to you. Thanks for what you did. 
appreciate everything that you do. And uh, um, know, too, that there are services for you. Um, I personally have had guys that I served with that came back and fought those mental demons and uh, weren't able to hold off. So uh, know that there's services out there for you. There's people that care about you. There's people that do truly love you. Um, And if you're struggling with those thoughts, please reach out. Um, They're they're literally a phone call away. Um, Seek out those And there's people out there. Yep. Absolutely. Please do so. All right. We're going to wrap things up. That's Lieutenant Eric Jorgensen with the Wyoming Highway Patrol. It is a mess out there, people. Please be careful. Slow down. And if you don't have to go anywhere, wait a couple hours. Uh, Lieutenant Jorgensen is out there with the rest of the Highway Patrol. There's accidents all over out there. So just uh, be careful. Thank you, Lieutenant Jorgensen, for joining us this morning. Thanks, Aaron. You guys take care. You too. All right. We'll be back with part two right after this. Parker Mellinger provides business advisory services tailored for you specifically to help your business become compliant, tax efficient, organized, and strategically aligned with your goals. Think of us as part of your team. You will rest more comfortably knowing that you are covering all of your financial bases and making informed decisions. Contact us today, Parker Mellinger. Our focus is where you're going, not where you've been. What would Christmas be without tradition, without the comfort of home, the joy of family, and the smiles of children? Sheridan Media welcomes you to open your heart this year during the 25th annual Christmas Wish Campaign. Due to temporary circumstances beyond their control, some families, friends, and neighbors will struggle to make ends meet, let alone have a Merry Christmas. It is tradition for the Christmas Wish Campaign to bring the spirit of the holidays to those individuals. In the past, we have assisted several people with everything from bills and food to clothing, Christmas trees, and toys for children. Please send your Christmas wish nominations and donations to P.O. Box 5086 Sheridan or submit them online at SheridanMedia.com as soon as possible. All wishes must be submitted in writing and must include your name and phone number. There are follow-up questions our committee will need to have answered to properly assess each wish. Wishes must be received by Friday, November 25th. Partners for this year's Christmas wish campaign are Atlas Chiropractic, First Federal Bank and Trust, Heartland Kubota, Advanced Auto Body, A-Line Roofing and Exteriors, and Wyoming Corporate Office. You grunt and groan every time you stand, bend, or reach. Aching bones and aching joints, they're not just painful, they're noisy. But seriously, for some, aching joints are debilitating. The specialists at Sheridan Ortho work tirelessly to end your aches and pains. From advanced hand and upper extremity surgery, to computer-navigated spine surgery, to complex sports medicine like hip arthroscopy, you're in good hands. Sheridan Orthopedics, serving Sheridan and the surrounding areas for over 50 years. Visit SheridanOrtho.com. Same-day appointments may be available. The owners and staff at Kane's Funeral Home would like to thank the families of Sheridan and Johnson counties for choosing Kane's and allowing them to serve you during these hard times. Kane Funeral Home makes it their mission to take the stress and uncertainty out of ceremonial services. They own and operate the only crematory in Sheridan County, so your loved one is always in their care. Kane's Funeral Home. Call 673-5837 or visit them online at canefuneral.com. What college is your child going to attend? How you plan today could make the difference. The steps for college planning are almost the same as retirement planning. 
Start by calculating approximately how much it will cost for four years of education. Then determine how much you should save each year. This is Bernie Spielman, financial advisor at Steeple Investments. Call me at 672-3434 today to plan your child's tomorrow. Steeple Investments, member SIPC and New York Stock Exchange. Hi, everybody. Trevor Jackson back with you as we get ready for State High School Football Championship Weekend in Laramie. The Sheridan Bronx will close the show on Saturday at 4 o'clock when they take on the Cheyenne T-Birds for the 4A state title as the Bronx return to defend their title from a year ago. The first Federal Bank and Trust pregame show will begin the broadcast at 3.30. We kick it off at 4 o'clock. It's the Bronx and the T-Birds, and it's live on AM 1410 KWYO and 106.9 FM. News Talk, 9.30 a.m., 103.9 FM, KROE, Public Pulse. Aaron Palmer filling in for Floyd Whiting this week. And on part two of today's show, we have Roy Garber, who is the Whitney Benefits Board President, and Brian Mailer? Mailer. Mailer. Yes, sir. Okay. Director of Sheridan Research and Extension Center, University of Wyoming? Sure. Okay. And good morning, gentlemen. Well, good morning. Thanks for having us. Um, Whitney Benefits, we've got, what is going on? You want to talk about the history of the Adams Ranch? Yes, it's a rather... uh, And what is the Adams Ranch? You're going to get into that, but yeah, I'm clueless, so go ahead. (laughs) Well, it's like, uh, uh, I guess to describe the Adams Ranch easily is to say that if it's the piece of property that starts on the north end of the Sheridan College campus, next to Brundage Edition, runs south to the New Woodland Park School, and fills in between I-90 and Coffeen Avenue or uh, Highway 87. And it's a 500-plus acre piece of property. Uh, It started out, uh, the Adams Ranch name comes from what uh, always happens in uh, agriculture. It it retains the last name of the last person who owned it. So even though Whitney owns it, he obtained it from Mr. Adams. And so, consequently, it's known as the Adams Ranch. Of course, the Sheridan College only takes up the northern portion of the campus, but it is there for the benefit of education in Sheridan College. Uh, Mr. Whitney actually ended up with that piece of property in 1915. Uh, uh, He got it from Mr. Adams on a bad debt, basically. (laughs) Mr. Adams uh, owned the uh, and was kind of in charge of Sheridan Commercial Company and did quite well with it, even though the Sheridan Commercial Company had a, a storied history also. But then Mr. Adams decided to get into agriculture, being he was running a, the, a store that sold equipment and agriculture things, and it didn't go so well for him. And, of course, the Sheridan Commercial had a, didn't have an easy time either. I think it burned down at least once. And, but he stayed ownership through it, but he, he purchased the ranch and borrowed money from Mr. Whitney. And then he also uh, put up shares of stock in Sheridan Commercial Company as collateral for the property. Well, then he died uh, rather unexpectedly, and his family owned it, but it had a $70,000 debt against it, and it was only valued at $40,000 at the time. So the family decided the easy way to do it was to give title back to Mr. Whitney, and he agreed to take that to uh, take care of the debt, but he held on to the Sheridan commercial shares for many years, but before his death, he finally gave up that he was not going to get any more collateral out of that and so he took the Adams Ranch for the 70000 was owed. He uh, took it. And then he put it in the foundation, and the foundation kept it as property and for many years uh, just rented it out for an income source. And uh, towards the 
I remember when I grew up, uh, I think a man by the name of Mr. Kaiser had it. He grew sugar beets on it, row cropped it. And then at a later point in time, Don Roberts Sr., who had the PK Ranch and the Sheridan Heights Ranch, leased it from Whitney and ran it in conjunction with his uh, agricultural operation. When he then, uh, a few years back, decided that uh, he was going to sell out his and, and discontinue his operation, uh, we then took the property and Sheridan College leased it for, uh, we uh, leased it to them for a very nominal fee and they used it to create uh, revenue for their uh, ag school to college. And I think we did that in about 2004. And then uh, that went on for a few years. And then Frank Gailey, uh, who was the Dean of Ag at the University of Wyoming, uh, we were having a conversation one day and the, of course, the University of Wyoming has had their research station at Wyernal for many, many years. But the methane boom uh, came along and something kind of happened to their water sources out there. And there was no resolution of that. And so Frank and I were having the discussion. And I said, you know, maybe we ought to try moving the research station to the Adams Ranch, uh, which is an irrigated piece of property. It has a dry land, but it also is one of the three uh, highest water rights on Little Goose. And so we went to the Whitney Board, and the Whitney Board agreed, went to the University of Wyoming and established a long-term lease with the University of Wyoming and to use it, but also to include Sheridan College in that research. And so now it's used uh, by the Sheridan College, University of Wyoming, and uh, for agricultural research. Uh, we've also uh, put together uh, endowments, so we have a endowed professorship in agriculture through the University of Wyoming in conjunction with Sheridan College uh, for $750,000 endowment. That was started in 2016 and 18, and we also have committed one point, uh, almost $1.5 million in 2018 and 23 to support Sheridan College Ag Program and supports part of their operations. So uh, then in 2013, we did sign that agreement with the University of Wyoming, uh, and they've taken it over, and Brian is currently the director. And uh, as you drive by, you can see it stays to be a pretty busy place. And uh, we, I think Brian does other things besides uh, feed the local antelope herd out there. So <laughs> that's you're doing. So that's kind of a rare thing for a community college to have this kind of a research facility attached to it, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, very fortunate to uh, colleges to have that close and that stays there and, and maintains. It's not. It's not common for uh, two-year colleges to have that. Interesting. And Sheridan has one. Yes. Crazy. Okay. Uh, Brian. Yes, sir. Tell me, Whitney Agricultural Products, agriculture products, what kind of things do you do out there with this research facility? Yeah, I'll, I'll touch a little bit on the uniqueness that you pointed out a minute okay. ago, Great. too. Is that UW has relationships with a lot of the different community colleges around the state. And, and and I I feel like our programs and direct cooperation with Sheridan College is strengthened by this agreement that that ties us together with the Adams Ranch and and with the Watt Building, and so it, it does make our cooperation a little bit I, I think a little bit more effective than we've seen maybe even just easier than we've seen in some of the other locations, um, and so we we get to do a lot of different things based there. We still have the old experiment farm at Yarno that interesting parallel also got started in 1915 
Um, and the original Ag Experiment Station <clears throat> in Sheridan County was started in 1891, and it was very close to where the Adams Ranch is now. So there's some really neat sort of parallel history there. Yeah. Um, but so we we uh, we focus on things that are are relevant to people of this region from an agricultural science perspective. And you think about ag products in this corner of the state, largely ties to to grazing and forage production. Um, it's a big energy economy in this part of the state, and so uh, reclaiming or restoring rangeland ecosystems that have been impacted by surface disturbance with coal mine or or, or gas or things like that, it all kind of ties together. And um, we're fortunate to get to work on a number of those different issues with the Adams Ranch, kind of being a backbone for that program. And and we can we can get into some of the details. The other really neat thing that, that, that I feel like the opportunity has provided us is directly engaging community college students in the research process and, and letting them either work independently with some guidance on, on their own research, or we employ a bunch of students every summer that help us with research and doing this during the school year. And they get kind of a broad survey of, of the different aspects that are affiliated and associated with research. And I, I, I don't know of many other places around the state or really around the Western U.S. where they get such direct access to the sort of the type of nationally recognized research that we're doing. Well, and that was my point that, yeah, it's it's a rare thing. And these students at, at Sheridan College are getting experience that they wouldn't normally get without this, without this project. That's true. It is. And there's a great faculty in the ag program at Sheridan College. And, and they tie seamlessly. Some, some of the, them do independent research with us or participate in our teams as well. And so it's, uh, it's, it's really well integrated from sort of the administrative faculty level all the way down through the, through the students. It's a, it's a great opportunity. So how does this benefit the students, uh, like if they move on to a four-year University of Wyoming or whatever? How does the research done there help them in their uh, education and, and to attain their their goals. So one thing is hands-on experience, <laughs> right? It, we, when these when these young people start applying for jobs, then they can say, "I I have directly done this." You know, I have I have actively engaged in evaluating different forage varieties and understanding the the production and quality of that forage. I have I've operated a tractor, or I've worked in a in a lab that um, actively does genetic modification of plants. Um, or I've, through, through my opportunity to work with these folks, I have interacted with Game and Fish, Weed and Pest, Wyoming Department of Ag, BLM, Forest Service. They, they learn the process of research, but they also learn these other things that, that are very hands-on and experiential that they can say, hey, you know what, I, I've actually done this stuff. I haven't just sat in the classroom and talked about it on a conceptual basis. So this idea of experiential learning and, and applying the concepts that they learn in the classroom in, in an actual field or lab or greenhouse setting, I, I think it sets them apart when they start to apply for positions as they move into their career. And, and then with us, they can, they can, it makes the transition to UW a little bit more seamless in some of the agreements that we have from an academic standpoint. Some of the, the credits that they can take from their internship 
transition directly into programs at UW as upper division credits. And so there's a lot of efficiencies built into the way that we've kind of thought through and designed our programs. This two-year program then just, as you said, seamlessly into a four-year program at UW, and they're a leg up on others. Well, that's true. And then part of uh, the agreement with the University of Wyoming is also that in the future, if the enrollment numbers get high enough, that program will be taught for at least three years and maybe it's full four years at Sheridan College. And really? I don't, know, I don't know where we're at with that, Brian. No more, but I think we're closer all the time. We are We are trying now. We've actually got two young ladies that are students at Sheridan College that we're going to try to do all four years here. We'll, we'll see. We're close. That's unheard of. We're really close. And then, and then the other really interesting thing is we have, uh, for those students that are more interested in, in the actual research side, uh, we have a, an agreement that within the Department of Plant Sciences we call a Quick Start Master's Program. And, and that originated here as well. We had some, some really good students that had been working with us doing independent research as undergraduate students. They started at Sheridan College, and they kept coming back each summer. And, and we realized that in many cases, they could have a, a stronger multi-year research program than a conventional master's program that lasts two and a half years. So the way that our quick start works is they can dual count some credit uh, toward a bachelor's and a master's at UW while they're here in Sheridan. And they can finish their master's degree coursework in one year, but their research program is many times more robust than a conventional master's degree program. Wow. And those students have, have, uh, have, have in some cases, been offered employment before they finish their program. I'll be darned. Okay. Here I have uh, endowed professorship. In agriculture, let's talk about that. What? Go ahead. How does it go? Yeah, so uh, so we had a, an, another person that focused on on breed precision breeding and grape genetics that moved on to another institution was the first holder of the Whitney professorship. Um, did really interesting work, and now Dr. Donna Harris has joined our team. Uh, she has a, a really neat background in plant breeding, a, a broad sort of background with with a, a number of different crops. Um, corn, soybean, come out of some really strong breeding programs in, in academia and industry. And then she was uh, uh, with industry working on, on actually tomato breeding before she came to us. So she's <laughs> got a, a diverse background in, in genetics and biotechnology and plant breeding. And now she's, well, when, when you have somebody with that expertise in Wyoming, everybody wants them to do something. And so she's, uh, she's working on a number of different crops, a number of different species, uh, she's doing some really neat work with dry beans, trying to help uh, breeders in the in the Bighorn Basin um, develop sort of more efficient harvest varieties. Uh, some neat work with a, nu a nutritional sort of program focused on a, a, a popping bean. So you think about popcorn, but it's a bean hmm. as a, as a way to um, potentially enhance sort of nutritional status for for some lower income type families. Um, and then she's working on forages. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, that's sort of the, the agricultural base for this corner of Wyoming, looking at maybe some alfalfa um, that, that is more tolerant to, to alfalfa weevil. And then she's also uh, working with our restoration program to look at identifying uh, native plant varieties that are well suited to the harsh conditions in our area after 
soil disturbances associated with with energy uh, development. So Donna's great. She's teaching three classes on top of all that other stuff, and uh, and I think that that she's going to continue uh, to to do great things as she moves forward. I think she's got four new PhD students that are starting this January <laughs> that will be doing their work here in Sheridan as well. So. Pretty, pretty strong kind of high-powered research that's happening here, um, and then I think we'll we'll continue to pay dividends. And those oftentimes our, our graduate students that do work with us contribute to teaching or, or co-teaching classes at Sheridan College too. So there's we can diversify the the sort of expertise base that's available to students there. Um, they might just be here for a time period, but we can capitalize on their expertise and they can they can contribute to the program in that way as well. Okay. Um, let's talk a little bit up, about the program here. There's been a quite a bit of money that's been allocated to this. Tell me about that. Over a million dollars committed so, to the program. Yeah, so specifically that, well, and Roy could probably talk about the specifics of, of that agreement a little more than I could since he was involved in, at the inception of that. Well, the, the, it's a broad project at Sheridan College for Whitney. It's it's larger than that. If we can back up a little bit, it's been an interesting process over the years, of course. Uh, you know, Mr. Whitney stated in his will that he wanted an agricultural college, but he did not want it to be part of the University of Wyoming. So as the college has progressed, agriculture has always stayed strong. And quite a few years ago, we uh, set up and uh, one of the first, when the coal settlement money came in, one of the main projects we had. We built a new uh, facility at Sheridan College, just named the Watt facility, but uh, we were instrumental in that. And of course, uh, the Watt Foundation also helped, but that was a state-of-the-art teaching facility at the time at the college. And it originally was set up to have a meat lab in it, which did not work out, unfortunately. But the uh, education facility was there. We had the money in that, and that was progressing well. And you also have to remember that Sheridan College, on top of the University of Wyoming, has a very viable ag program, and one of their large strengths is range management. And they have a, a absolutely leading uh, courses in range management. They win awards for their students going to national competitions. Also have turf grass that we work with as part of all of this. But things were going along well, and in this transition between... Uh, Sheridan College uh, using the property as a revenue source and moving it over to the University of Wyoming as more research. Uh, it was kind of a convoluted deal, but it worked out pretty well. The uh, Sheridan College sold the Watt Center, which was the flagship teaching area on the campus, to the University of Wyoming. And then we turned around and constructed for uh, Sheridan College the new Mars Center on the campus. And that came about as a partnership between the state of Wyoming, uh, Forest Mars, and Whitney Benefits. And we also tied that into the Science Center at the college. So the science students in other fields use part of that new ag building, those labs and classrooms. And, uh, and then, of course, it was Mr. Uh, Mars's idea to put the commodity teaching facility into that because, as he uh, pointed out, in modern agriculture, even if you're in Wyoming or Montana and you're a producer of any size, you trade commodities because that's how you protect yourself. And uh, of course, he was very aware of that because of the huge quantity of commodities that the Mars Corporation buys every year. So 
that's been a, a great program. So we put all these pieces together. It's come together in, in many areas and uh, continues to be that way. Uh, it's a very cooperative effort between uh, the Sheridan College Ag Department and the University of Wyoming Ag. And we've, uh, that was one of the goals that Whitney set out to do is make it a cooperative effort, but making sure that it does uh, benefit Sheridan College as well as the University of Wyoming. And, and we've put money into a lot of different areas, but are very pleased with the direction we're going and continue to do that. Uh, like I say, it's, uh, we shift from basic rain management to uh, genetic and research and products and, uh, as Brian has indicated, there's lots of interesting things, and I certainly can't speak to all of them, but uh, the work with genetics and how you can take a trait out of one plant and give it to another plant uh, to maybe make it last longer or, or things. And So one of the things I've told Brian, having grown up in agriculture in the area, I said, you know, you guys need to come up with an alfalfa plant that weevil don't like because alfalfa weevil are the bane of the uh, industry very destructive pest and what we're finding more and more is that it's very hard to find a pesticide that controls them that does not take out other other beneficials or cause other long-term and we're finding that uh, the weevil evolve and all of a sudden what worked for five years doesn't bother them anymore and so i keep telling you know here's your chance guys to to be world famous you need to come up with a plant that first to put some genetic trait in there that those little bugs won't eat but, you know, that's, a, that's an idea and a concept, but it's carried all over through the industry. You don't realize what's going on on a daily basis, and you can look at, uh, you know, the one that everybody hears about is Roundup Ready products, but there's a lot of other things going on. How do you take traits from one plant, and you can literally give them to another plant to make, like, say, last longer, taste different, or contain uh, vitamins and minerals that are very beneficial? So it's a huge field uh, uh, much better described than I'm probably doing it, but we're very proud at, at uh, Whitney being able to offer this opportunity to both the college and the University of Wyoming and to have what we feel for our geographic location and uh, the size of our schools, a very unique place for uh, young people to learn about uh, all in the world that's ag and to go out and make a very good living at it. Uh, I think every graduate that goes out of all these programs is has a hundred percent placement uh in a variety of fields and uh you know i guess years ago we uh kind of coined at the college and the in the program that it's uh not just cows and plows anymore agriculture is very diverse and, and we feel that it controls uh all over the world that good agricultural uh processes and procedures are what keep our water clean our air clean and make us a good place to live very good. All right. Great program at Sheridan College in cooperation with the University of Wyoming. Uh, joining me this morning, Roy Garber, Whitney Benefits Board President, and Brian Mueller, who is the Director of the Sheridan Research and Extension Center at Sheridan College. Thank you for joining me this morning, gentlemen. Interesting. And people have questions they could just get a hold of you at college, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, can. thank you. All yeah. right. Thank Thanks you so very much. much. We appreciate it. You bet. Is Wyoming Corporate Office your one-stop shop for everything you need for your Wyoming-based business, LLC, or corporation formulation? Yes. Service of process and mail forwarding services? 
indeed. Fulfill the legal requirements for small businesses based in Wyoming? Absolutely. Wyoming Corporate Office provides the communication between your business and the state so you don't have to. Learn more by visiting wyomingcorporateoffice.com today. Hi, this is Dan Marshall at Captain Clean, and we offer free HVAC cleaning estimates. According to the U.S. Department of Energy, 25 to 40 percent of the energy used for heating or cooling a home is wasted. Contaminants in your HVAC system cause it to work harder and shorten the life of your system. Call for your free estimate and start saving money today by making your system more cost-effective and reducing how hard it has to work to maintain your home's temperature. Captain Clean, 672-0726. Affordable choices for healthy living. Moss Holders Design Center knows one mattress does not fit everyone. That's why Moss Holders carries 21 different Serta mattresses. From super soft to incredibly firm, it's important you find the mattress that best fits your body and your sleep style. Moss Holders offers iComfort and iComfort hybrids, which conform to your body with high-quality memory foam, but don't sleep hot. Serta's perfect sleepers provide amazing support without breaking the budget. Moss Holders is also your source for new sheets, pillows, and adjustable bases. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. In business, in life, and in community, our values matter. One of First Federal Bank and Trust's core values is honesty and integrity above all else to do the right things for their staff, customers, and community. First Federal has been investing in our community for 87 years. We invite you to bank with us and see for yourself the positive impact a local bank makes on our community. First Federal Bank and Trust, our values drive our business. Online at efirstfederal.bank. Member FDIC. Larry Storrow and the team at McDonald's would like to invite all veterans to enjoy a free breakfast meal that consists of a sandwich, hash browns, and a coffee at McDonald's on Veterans Day, Friday, November 11th from 7 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. It's McDonald's way of showing gratitude to all our veterans for their service and sacrifices. If you're a veteran, you're invited to come by any McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette on Veterans Day, 7 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. to get a free breakfast sandwich, hash browns, and a coffee. McDonald's saluting our veterans both home and abroad. Hey, guys, Dave Ramsey here. Join me and the Ramsey personalities as we give you the tools and motivation you need to win in the areas of money, career, and more right here on The Ramsey Show. Tune in weekdays at noon on Smart Talk 106.3.